Cheers. Hey guys, this is Gene, and this, as I said in our intro, this is our Christmas episode for the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. Brandon is here with us. How you doing, man? Hey, good to see you. Yeah, great to see you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This is this is nice. I, oh, thank you. This is our our first episode, I believe, where we're face to face, or we're actually in person seeing each yeah, other. Yeah, I, I don't think this is. Uh, you've been in studio. Well, not studio. This is my parents' house, but <laughs> this is our family Christmas tree, and um, we wanted to keep it homely, man. Holy, um, you know, uh, yeah, it's great to have you. Feeling festive already, especially with this mm-hmm. Mike's Heart Lemonade. Yeah. Which we're we not. Got our, I got my ugly sweater on. Mm. We got a sweater so on. So I sent you the memo that we were going to have Christmas sweaters. Uh-huh. You brought ugly Christmas sweaters. I did bring an ugly one. I, I didn't read that part of it. That was just sweater. I, I immediately went to the ugly Christmas sweater yeah. one. But. I brought my ugly Christmas scarf, but I turned it. I threw it over there. <laughs> Understandable. Oh. But uh, Brandon, uh, how, what, uh, what, what have you been doing? How, how's life been treating you? Life's been good. Life's been good. It's just staying busy at work, um, keeping some side projects up. Uh, we talked pretty recently about Mandalorian last week. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah, we just had you on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, have you seen any movies lately? Yeah, um, I saw Queen and Slim last night, actually, mm-hmm. uh, which was, was good. I liked it. Have you seen it? I have not. Um, the last movie I saw was uh, The Irishman, which was like two or three movies. So I was a little movied out after watching yeah. The Irishman. Yeah, that's a lot of movie in that one movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, the, that's like Infinity War, the movie in so the many Infinity, movies in the, one movie. The endgame of the Scorsese-verse. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and all the, all the genres come together, all those Italian actors together. That is like an Avengers kind of thing, but for bit. Scorsese. Yeah. It's just not as exciting. Mm. Uh, that's my opinion. Yeah. Did you see that like weird Photoshop thing of like Civil War Scorsese? So it was like all the Marvel characters, and then it had like oh, I did see that Scorsese. Yeah, it was so uniquely bad. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just like this isn't funny. Like why? Why no. are you doing this? And it's just part of the horrible obsession that I'm tired with of him not liking Marvel movies. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't care less what he likes right. or doesn't I, like. I see his argument, but I feel like. Like he should reframe his argument to Disney instead of, well, not Disney. Uh, he should reframe his argument just to major corporations if he wants right. to make this criticism and just aiming it at Marvel movies. is like, mm. I don't really see what he's. Uh, doing. Well, I mean, to be fair, he probably wasn't aiming it directly at it. It was just someone asked him, "Do you like Marvel movies?" And I'd be like, "No, I don't." Sorry. Queen and Slim, right? I did like it. It, it was good. I thought Daniel Kalula was awesome. Uh, he's definitely up in my running for best actor this year. He's probably in my top five best actor, best lead actor performances. Okay. Um, I, I had some problems with it. But I feel like if I talk about the problems with it, I'll talk about spoilers. Yeah, let's let's try to avoid spoiler. Yeah, right but now. I, I'd recommend it. It's I don't think it's a good date movie personally. Okay. I don't think it's a good. Not maybe not a good first date movie. Yeah, like don't take your girlfriend to see Midsummer. Yeah, that that's like that's not yeah that don't take any only a friend to see Midsummer. Right. Oh man, I saw uh, Frozen two. Oh, how was that? Did you see it? I did not. Okay, so you're you're yeah, a I'm big a bad animation representation of animation in the company. Uh, yeah, there was a screening of it, but I missed it. And I've heard good things. I liked it. But I felt like it was really misguided in its, uh, in some of its like messages where it's talking, 
Um, because it's cool. Like, I love the characters. I like Anna also. Uh, Olaf enough. <laughs> I love um, that one. Olaf, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Fran? Kristoff. Kristoff. And then the moose. The reindeer. The, moose? <laughs> the reindeer. I mean, yeah, I mean, they were great. Um, but, like, this, you know, just some of the songs weren't as memorable this mm. time around. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Yeah, it just felt like it was just like a diet version of Frozen. Um, and yeah, just going back to the messages, like it's talking about environmentalism, climate change. Oh, really? Yeah, it's getting a little bit. Really? It's just, it's about nature and how man, without spoiling anything, it's how man-made structures have uh, disrupted this forest by Arendelle. That, that is true. And how nature is calling uh, uh, Anna, or excuse me, Elsa, Elsa to, uh, to, re- to stop what man has uh, done to the forest without giving away too much and it 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 goes you know it goes up to this point where it's like yeah her ancestors talks about her ancestors what they did and they may not have been the best without spoiling anything but oh interesting never yeah it never really places blame though it just kind of dances around it okay do you think they they don't they should be more committed to that message yeah they're not okay mm-hmm. like just a little more committed gotcha they're, they're flirting with going that far but they're not okay yeah but it was you know the animation's great i love disney um animation studios me too they always hit it <laughs> oh yeah yeah they always hit it out of the park like i mm. love uh big hero six and yeah just everything but yeah just this one just that was just it wasn't as up to snuff for me personally mm-hmm. but yeah no i still recommend it i took my cousins to see it and cool. they all enjoyed it nice um did you you said you saw the Irishman? i did did you I, like I, it? I, it it was it, it was a movie for sure i the the second third of it the one where jimmy hoffa comes in with okay. <laughs> al pacino that was my favorite part mm-hmm. that's my that's a great movie it's a it's and yeah that's a really entertaining interesting movie about de niro's character's uh, relationship with uh, Jimmy Hoffa. I right. think that's who's played by Al Pacino. Who's fantastic. Al was it and in an Adam Sandler movie he's Al Capacino. Is he? In Jack and Jill there's a commercial for uh he's in it. It's like this oh, Dunkin' Donuts franchise. Not seen that movie. And they have an Al Capacino. Really? Yeah it's oh, I terrible. Oh I gotta see terrible that. Terrible no. right. but, but yeah I for me, it just it had no reason to be as long as it was. I, I thought while the performances were good, the siege and the CGI was fine. Yeah, there was I, parts I like the of CGI. it. Yeah, there was parts of it where the faces were kind of bouncing off them. Like the one part yeah. where Joe Pesci's helping well, him at the car. It goes. And, hey, I get the one. It's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I love Pesci. It was great to see Pesci back. Yeah, for sure. Like he's been retired for. He came back in 2010 for this uh, movie called Love Ranch. It was an independent film. He did. On a whim, I, I do not have any research in front of me, but it just mm. seems like he could have been a friend of a producer's. Maybe he just did it as a favor. But he really, he's been retired since, uh, um, God, like I think like uh, I gone think I f- eighteen years. Yeah, eighteen then? years. Like oh. I think it was Gone Fishing too, and then he has a cameo in uh, De Niro as the Good Shepherd. De Niro oh. directed that. Okay. And yeah, he just he you know he ra- he raises he raises like thoroughbreds. And um, he just, you know, he thought he did his best work in uh, the 80s and 90s. And, mm-hmm. you know, he had enough to retire. And, you know, he's been doing that. Good so for him. Good for him. But and he made a good comeback. 
Yeah, it's been good to see him back yeah. for sure. Do you think he'll do more movies after this? Or I oh. hope so. De Niro needs so. to like bribe him to be like, "Hey, Pesci, come back. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll uh, show him what's for." Yeah. Did the blue eyes distract you? It did. Yeah, yeah they, they don't not, match her skin tone. Yeah, it fucked me. But no, I think it's a really good movie. Like, it's an experience. Like, you know, if it takes, like, almost, like, four hours of your life, you know, you yeah. have to make it worth it. For sure. And, I mean, as I tweeted, I think it's a <laughs> knockout, as in you'll probably knock out while watching it. <laughs> as I... I I didn't fall asleep, but I was closing my eyes. I can yeah. still hear everything, but parts like this is yeah, it takes it, a lot out of you. It's wow. no, but I think it's like it's a good pair. Of, like it, it's a really like everything you like about a Scorsese movie. It's that to an extreme. You know, it doesn't have the Rolling Stones, but like it's no. you know all the tracking shots, all the that, and it's three hours of that, three and a half hours, excuse me. So, you know, if you love Scorsese, I think. You know, it's not for every single cinema goer, but no, if you're into not. that genre, I think it's a really well-made work of art. Mm-hmm. And I would say try to see it in a theater because I feel like Netflix, you're gonna stop. You're and gonna there's no, there's not, it's not a bad times. thing. You know, I'm not like judging people if they pause the movie because yeah, if you have to go to the bathroom, please do. Mm-hmm. Like go to the bathroom. Uh, you know, take a snack break. Yeah, um, that's better than what just letting it play while mm-hmm. you're. Like can't watch it in the background. 20 minutes. No. Yeah. No, definitely not. And yeah, that's, I mean, I don't want to be elitist saying you have to watch it all the way through, but I think if you want to, if you want to see it one, as one long shot of mm. a movie, it really, it's really worthwhile. And I would, uh, I would recommend that. But yeah, there was something online where someone broke it into three parts. Oh, I saw that. Parts. If you want to see it as like a mini series. Yeah. Like this is where you pause. <laughs> this is where you, where you stop it, exit out. I'm like, but it's a movie. It's not a movie. Yeah, series. I mean, I'm you could do you. that if you want, but it is a movie. Sure. Actually, I mean, I don't. It's not like Hateful Eight where they recut it as a miniseries. No, for but I don't know about you, but for me personally, if it was a miniseries or even a series, I'd have less interest in watching it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the yeah. fact that's a movie, I'm like, okay, yeah. I have to watch this. Yeah. So so, but yeah, I mean, we enjoyed it. Yeah. I I enjoyed it for what it was. I l- really liked the second third of it, as I was saying. Mm-hmm. But the, it's not bad. No, no. You but can't the, call it bad. Uh, you can't call it bad, but you can call it excessive, and okay. I will call it excessive. That's the, fair. The last third of it, you can. Yeah. That's forty, fifty-five minutes long. You can easily cut it to fifteen minutes. Yeah. If I felt like I was watching an extended cut of the mm-hmm. film, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I mean. Uh, that's just me. God, I heard you paint houses with cuts of the movie. <laughs> but, yeah. um, I felt like I was watching the Snyder cut. <laughs> doesn't exist. But unfinished CGI. Doesn't exist. Well, maybe, I, hey, there's photo evidence. I don't okay. know that one. Well, hold on. That's a different story. So, speaking of which, let's transition to holiday movies. Because I feel like we've had some movies that are pretty much holiday movies, like Knives Out. Great movie. Yeah, that's Loved a perfect it. Thanksgiving movie. Go see that. Mm-hmm. It's a fan. All anyone in the family can go see it. Kids can see it. It's fantastic. Go see it. Yes, because um, it's like Thanksgiving, where it's like you know you have all these family members at odds, mm-hmm. and they're all different kind of characters. They're all different characters. They're all doing yeah, their own. They're thing. all you know, insane. They're all like, insane. No one likes each other. And yeah. I'm like, hey, this is Thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is Christmas, right? <laughs> yeah, that was so well done. It was such a great like mm-hmm. mystery, and it's yeah, I, I loved it. Ryan Johnson. Me too. 
Just keep doing more original work. Yeah, don't listen to anyone. Don't listen to the last Jedi haters. Don't listen They're to them. Awful, terrible Keep doing people. it. No, except for my friends who hate The Last Jedi. You're, you're, you're fine. <laughs> but, yeah, um, what were your thoughts on just just the, his, the like, it was a mystery. It's like playing Clue. You're trying to figure out. Yeah, well, what, one of the things I really appreciated about it, other than the performances and the way it was shot and the way it was written, was that he's not afraid as a storyteller to reveal the mystery, to reveal stuff from the mystery early. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at first you're like, oh, this is a who done it, and now we're in. I already know who done it. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm good. I, I go, but then you're so entertained. You're like, there's got to be something else here that, and we know what we have seen, and you're just waiting. And more stuff is being clued out, and I, I thought everyone was fantastic in it. Yeah, Ana de Amas. Yeah, she's great. Amazing, I love, love her. her. Daniel Craig, I love his like Southern twang. Yeah, I'll respect on a client. I say, I say, I say. Um, I just love like just the opening. It's just like him clicking on a piano key. Mm-hmm. When he, like he's just like you know he's really you know he's great as Bond, but he's played like so many like stiff characters, and it was cool to see him like cut loose on this like sure. comedic like almost yeah. like a Kubrickian character mm-hmm. out of like Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Peter Sellers in him. For Peter sure. Sellers, yeah, mm-hmm. reminds me of Lieutenant Kong or someone mm-hmm. from Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's great. I can't recommend it enough. I don't. I feel like if we talk about it more, we're gonna go into like spoiler. Right, way. which if you haven't seen it. Do yourself a favor. Stop this now. Mm-hmm. And go see it. <laughs> so, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. One last movie I will talk about because I don't know if you saw it. And I, before wrapping up this segment, Last Christmas with Amelia Clark. <laughs> I did not see that. It's no. exactly what you're going to sign up for. It's uh, I mo- hear it's insane. It's an, it is literally an insane movie. It's pure grade A mom cinema. Like okay. your mom will like it. She's okay. like, oh, it's cute. I love it. But you're like, Mom, so you're like, Mom, why, why do we see this? But the movie is just, uh, it's been out for a month. I'm just going to spoil it. But it's, well, and it was in the trailers. <laughs> so it's literally, it's lit. Do you really want to see it? I don't know. I, I, I don't like, well, it's fine. Go okay. Because literally, they get the lyrics from the George Michael song and put it in the plot. Like, she gets hit by a car, her heart gets taken out because her heart gets damaged. There's another man who also gets hit by the same car in the accident. And then they uh, do a heart transplant because he's a heart donor certified. And he gives her her heart last Christmas. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's terrible. What? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> like, they're playing George Michael songs. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. I gotta see this. <laughs> now I'm, exact- I'm taking my mom to see this. You're, I think your mom will like it. Yeah. You'll, I mean, if you have more like Mike Sardellman, you'll probably enjoy it too. But okay. Uh, it's, stack up on these it's, it's like it's out a of Mike Sardellman commercial right here. <laughs> and it's, Last Christmas commercial. It's out of this world. Like, I, I don't know what else to say about Last Christmas. That's correct. Wow. What a twist. That's awesome. It is. Um, But. Brandon, Christmas movies. Yes. We uh, asked our Twitter followers on Twitter.com that follow the Ruffle Press. Mm. We tweeted out... Um, on Twitter.com. Yes. <laughs> I've heard of it. What are your favorite non-traditional Christmas movies? Mm. So we got a few responses. Okay. Um, I, at I am Choppa. If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with, and you put a nice gift of Idris Elba putting Prometheus. up the tree in Prometheus... So his was Prometheus. 
Okay. Great stuff. Thank I, you. I actually forgot that he it is. he did that in mm-hmm. the scene. I just remember him singing it with a beer, but I guess he was setting up the tree. He was. Wow. At, um, at let me see if I'm pronouncing this right, Elevator Core put Tokyo Godfathers, which I believe is a, oh. it's an anime, right? I think so. I think so, okay. I, you're asking the wrong person. But okay. <laughs> but that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles A. Harris at mm. Prince M5420. For a while, it used to be Die Hard. Now it be LKG, which um, Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh. Wait, I don't know if you've seen it. Is uh, uh, with Samuel Jack. Yeah, Shane Black, the homie. Nice. I love Shane Black. Mm. And Batman Returns. And nice. put a gif of the mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. <laughs> Great um, line. Mm-hmm. Yes. From at the Renegade Jack, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Eyes Wide Shut, Gremlins. Oh, wow. Nice. I love it. Good choice. The Night Before and Krampus. Krampus, we had, uh, if you guys want to check it out, we had an interview with Doug Pipes, the nice. composer of Krampus. That's and awesome. it's a great, great episode. Um, at sick, sick, underscore sick 66, uh, she put Eyes Wide Shut. Great choice. Grand choice. Never seen it. it. Kubrick can never go wrong. Uh, gotta check that one out soon. Um, we'll, we have a few others, but we'll get to them later. And I guess kind of speaking about Christmas movies, kind of segueing into our next segment, Brandon. Our uh, pitch a movie and fun activity we always do on the Waffle Press. This is fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Our uh, pitch a movies, usually we want to, you know, we'll give you a suggestion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw out, 2019 has been an odd year for movies. It has. It's been very hit or miss. It's I don't been, know what. Been some good ones. Been there's some, some there's, bad ones. Yeah, there's Seen good, a bad. lot of bad movies. There's nothing really defining about it. It's just weird. Um, but, Brandon, um, I'm going to give you a pitch. I'm you have to do a, 20, a 2019 sequel. Or excuse me, a sequel of a 2019 movie and make okay. it a Christmas movie. Gotcha. And I'm going to read a little bit from um, pulling up the Twitter here from uh, Stephen E. D'Souza who is the writer screenwriter of Die Hard okay. and last year it went a little viral he came out with a list because he says Die Hard is a Christmas movie he swears on his grave I agree. I agree I agree as well but he put out a handy chart I'm going to read a little a few of these just to get you in the mood and like okay. inspire you Sounds good. this is a Christmas or not checklist um, it has to take place during the Christmas holiday. Gotcha. Setting is a Christmas party. There should be a number of Christmas songs. Christmas party, okay. Mm-hmm. Party venue be threatened. And Brandon, these are just suggestions. You don't have to do it. Okay. But we will give you a little bit of suggestions coming up. Mm. Broadcast or with hidden agenda. Mm. I guess uh, John McClane's wife will punch her. Uh, this is kind <laughs> of uh, a little racist, but a German ringleader. Oh. For whatever reason. A government... Government incompetence. So, was it uh, the FBI agents from Die Hard? Okay. Uh, Christ-like sacrifice. Gotcha. And uh, he has a bunch of other ones. He's putting really random things. Uh, f- uh, foreclosure, Johnny Grant, and I don't know. I don't want to say the rest because that was weird. But um, <laughs> uh, Stephen uh, Stephen E. D. D'Souza, everyone. Well, that was his thing. He wrote an amazing film. And one of my so, personal favorite Christmas mm-hmm. films. So, Brandon, the uh, three suggestions I'll give you, it has to be, it's going to be set during Christmas, Got obviously. It. It's a 2019 movie. 
So whatever 2019 movie came out this year, movie yeah. you enjoyed, and um, I'm gonna say um, the last act has to have some sort of Christmas song. That's to go with that. Perfect. So you'll have uh, well, we're gonna go on a bit of a break, but uh, Brandon, you're gonna have some time to uh, think about that. Sounds good. So uh, I'll get thinking. Get thinking. Think, think, think. <laughs> and we'll return shortly after this. Hey guys, thanks for. Uh, Tuning back in. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, thanks for waiting. Brandon had uh, your uh, your uh, Christmas pod is stewing with Christmas mm. movie ideas. It's stewing. We're, yeah. we're mixing that Chris <laughs> and the Kringle together. Mm-hmm. The 2019 movies. And, and I got a sequel in my head. Right, there you go. Higher. So just before, uh, I'll hand that off to you in a second, Brandon, but we had some more uh, Christmas movie suggestions from our oh, listeners nice. at the Waffle Press on Twitter. Um that we uh, did this with um, from Alex I hope I'm pronouncing this Weigling Mr. Rapsadius Rap, uh, um, he put The Lion in the Winter Carol um, the, and The Nightmare Before Christmas nice. which doubles as a Halloween film mm-hmm. and we had a few others on here um, we from Pedro Garcia Marcias he put Squaresoft's Parasite Eve, which I've I've never seen. I have never no idea heard what that of, is. Uh, no. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, sounds like I'm missing out. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and on Instagram, which we're at the Waffle Press Podcast, oh. we put uh, questions. Um, we got Hellraiser. Okay. Christmas movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I suppose. Oh, yeah, whatever. that's uh, that's an interesting, interesting choice. Mm. Um, I yeah, eyes wide shut again, and Iron Man three. Yes, yes, yes. Iron Man that, three is a classic. I I would agree that as a Christmas film mm-hmm. more so than the other ones. Yeah, yeah. And just before uh, just before we uh, you know we asked this, uh, we uh, read these questions. We had a picture movie. We so did. Brandon. Um, oh, and thank you, everyone, for uh, answering our question. Thank we you. We really appreciate it. Thank you, you. everyone. <laughs> Make sure you do it again next time. So, awesome. pitch a movie. Brandon, on the clock. Yes. In three minutes, I'm you'll ready. have three minutes to pitch this Christmas movie suggestion okay. to me. Okay. So, I'm, I'm interested to hear it, and I will have a swig of Mike's Heart Almanac. Awesome. Cool. All right. So... Iron Man 3, we just talked about, that's a Christmas film. Well, who is the son of Iron Man? The biological son? Not really, but he is the son. Spider-Man. Everyone's favorite web slinger of New York. He had a great 2019 movie this year. He had two movies this year that were great. Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. And this is the sequel to Far From Home. We all remember what happened at the end. And J. Jonah Jameson revealed his identity. Oh, my God! And then Disney and Sony was like, he's mine! No, he's mine! Okay, we can do this again! And now it's all come together in the third movie. I'm completing the Spider-Man Home trilogy. Spider-Man Home Alone. This is the <laughs> Christmas 2019 oh movie. All right, so we... Begin our film right off the bat from Spider-Man Far From Home. We begin with Peter. He's running down the streets in New York. He's running down to Central Park. He's going in different spots. He's hiding in the in the under the bridge from the Cloverfield movie at the very end. He's like, oh my god, they're going to kill me. And the SWAT team's coming after him. And then finally, who swoops in? Falcon. Captain America Falcon swoops in, picks him up, and he's like, oh my god, no, don't hurt me. He's like, I got you, I got you, it's fine. And then they take him somewhere. They take mm-hmm. him to 
the new Avengers headquarters. We saw at the end of Endgame that they're they're picking up all the remains of mm-hmm. of, of um, Avengers headquarters. New new Avengers. They're taking them there, and, and Falcon, Happy Hogan, even Professor Hulk. They're all there, and they're telling them, "Look, we know you're a good kid. We we trust you. We know you didn't do any of those things. We know you didn't kill that guy. We're gonna go." Work this out with the government. You stay here. Your friends are going to be okay. Your auntie's going to be okay. Don't you worry. Happy's like, I'm going to take care of your auntie. No, you're not. Yes, I am. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> Just stay here for a bit, all right? And so he does. He stays there, and he makes himself at home. And keep in mind, this is later going to take place on Christmas. So, you know, political briefings, they take a long time. Happy Hogan, Falcon, Bucky, I don't know what he's doing at these political briefings, but he's there. They're dealing with all this stuff. And meanwhile, they're all call- all of his friends are calling him up. And also, meanwhile, everyone knows Peter Parker, Spider Man. And keep in mind, who else is out there? Vulture. He's still in jail, and he's always known that Peter was. And who else seconds. is in jail? Oh, what? Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> okay. Who else is in jail? Scorpion. Who else is still out there? Mysterio. He's still alive. And this is the building of the Sinister Six. We're gonna have Craven the Hunter in there, and they're gonna try and go into Avengers headquarters and kill Peter. They're going out to, and he's gotta get by best ingenuity, Home Alone style. He's gonna build the trap for them, oh. and he's gonna take it out. No <laughs> Avengers are helping wow. him now. This is all Peter, Spider Man, Home Alone, and we're gonna have Macaulay Culkin in it. He's gonna have a cameo. He's gonna be the guard, <laughs> and it's gonna be great. Oh, wow, you did that exactly. Okay, okay. Do you need a second? Do you... I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Wish I had a little more time. I, I, yeah. I, I, I talked for a little too long about That's... the setting it up. It's all right. It's all right. It happens. Uh, for yeah, it was movie. like a Marvel movie. I was going okay. too long in the beginning. <laughs> so I'm, I'm the studio executive. I'm... Are you? Yes. Okay. I'm not Amy Pasquale. Um, Are you Kevin Feige? Um, I'd rather be Kevin Feige. I yes. see you as a Lou Desposito too. <laughs> I see a very relaxed like Louis Desposito. Yeah. So I'll say this first: I did not like Far From Home. I am sorry, Louis Desposito. You didn't like the movie you were executive producer <laughs> on. What or, would you have done differently? <laughs> I don't know. Make him uh, put dubstep in his uh, cowl, like okay. they have suggested in Amazing Spider. But I liked your pitch. Thank you. Uh, the fact P- Spider Man's doing. Home Alone, and you put Home Alone in the title. Amazing. Thank you. Good stuff. Uh, is it suggestions? Um, suggestions? Yes. I don't think I had any. I love the Macaulay Culkin tattoo, or cameo. Um, so I would buy it. Awesome. Okay. We'll show you on it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. There we go. All Sweet. Right. Coming to you soon from yep. Sodium and Marvel. There we go. Sponsored by Marvel. So, uh, Brandon? Pitch a movie. I bought it, and uh, thank you for buying it. No, of course, Mr. my friend, Mr. Desposito. <laughs> uh, that Desposito is great. Um, so, non-traditional Christmas movies. There, there's a bunch. Yeah, I've heard of them. We had a lot of Christmas movies we like. Like I love the Peanuts uh, holiday, the uh, Peanuts Christmas. Mm-hmm. Special? Yeah. I think is, it's it, is that a special or is that a movie? It's a movie. It's okay. There you go. Uh, I love Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Or um, another great special. Um, I love Elf. Elf is Elf. yeah. You, you yeah. You I are the biggest Elf fan. Elf. Elf's probably my favorite Christmas movie. Like you did a high school production of. 
Yeah, we sang it, yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, okay. Did. No, we actually did. <laughs> we, we, I just guessed. Yeah, we sang it in choir. We didn't do the whole play, but okay. we, we sang uh, a sparkle, twinkie, jolly, jingly for, for choir. <laughs> I'm not as good as I was back then in high school, yeah. But, but, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I, I love Elf. Yeah, Elf. it's a Lots wonderful great, life. That's great, amazing. Great film. But uh, non-traditional Christmas movies, let's talk a bit about, a bit about that, and I think we have something under the tree. Oh! Now picking up this. I feel so bad. I I didn't bring anything else. Yeah, I oh. got this for us. And this is a little present, and I'm unwrapping the rep, wrapping paper for these oh, listeners. nice. And we have some gifts. Yes, we do. Let's, uh, let's tell Man this to the audience. Man. So let's see what we uh, got here. And these are gifts of non-traditional Christmas movies? Yes, non-traditional Christmas Very movies. That's nice. what the gifts nice. are. Recommendation. So I got one here, and I think yeah. this is yours. Oh. The Nightmare Before Christmas, and this was illustrated by you, Brandon. It was. Nice it was, little uh, Jack Skellington. Well, one of my rushed works. You can find better works on my gram, <laughs> on my Instagram. But, yeah, I, I would say a lot of people call that a regular traditional Christmas movie. I would say it flirts with Christmas. Uh, for me, it's definitely a Halloween movie. It what the best song on the soundtrack is. This is Halloween. Mm -hmm. It's about this is yeah, it's about Halloween Town, and, and now we are we are flagged for copyright with you singing that. Oh, I'm no. just kidding. Uh, yeah, YouTube's been terrible. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it, it flirts with Christmas in the way where he where Jack Skellington is like, man. I think I can do this, but he ends up terrorizing children with his toys. <laughs> he ends up burning the place down. Sick. He gets shot out of the sky. Yeah. And you know, really gets captured. Yeah. It's kind of traumatizing. It, it's really traumatizing. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was a kid, I was scared of it. I loved it, but I was I was scared. He confused. has the singing voice of Danny Elfman. Which is scary I enough. Oingo that. Boingo, man. Yeah. With music composed by the great Danny Elfman. It, okay, it's scored by Danny Elfman. Okay. Yeah, he okay. does the score. I was in 100%. It's one of his best scores for sure. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's a Christmas movie in a way where Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Okay. But we might get into that later. I don't know. Okay, maybe. Um, I hope so. And... Yeah, but at the end of the day, he goes back to his true love, which is Halloween. Mm -hmm. It's about... I thought it was Sally. <laughs> they're, they're, I, I don't know. They, they haven't talked much before. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what the sequel would be if they have a second date or not. But I know who he does have more than a second date with, and it's Halloween. Mm -hmm. That's why I say it's a Halloween movie, but it's also... In a way, Christmas film. Right, because it's him, it's Jack being introspective on him discovering Christmas, and you're seeing an outsider's perspective on the holiday. Right, it's a reverse Grinch. Yeah, reverse Grinch, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. I loved it since I was a kid. Kind of terrifying. I love the ride. Well, when they turn the Haunted Mansion yes. into. Yes, yeah, that's more at, at Disneyland, yeah, when they turn the At Disneyland, when they turn the Haunted Mansion into uh, Nightmare Before Christmas mm -hmm. for the holidays. And for Halloween, too. Yeah, they open it up on Halloween time, and they keep it until uh, January. Yeah, need to renew your pass, huh? <laughs> it's going to go 800, uh, 900. Yeah, go more. <laughs> yeah. Let's see it. Let's find out. Yeah, Nightmare of Christmas, great suggestion. Thank you. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, do you want to get one? Sure. sure. I'll, I'll get one for you. Uh, 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 you don't want that one? Okay. Uh, Someone's looking at the gifts before he opens them. <laughs> uh, oh, we got uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Okay. It was a lovely illustration. I think you, I believe this is one of your works right here. Yeah, yes, unfortunately. Unfor no, it's lovely. It's a uh, zombie. 
So this is, uh, I just saw this recently, I suggested this. It's from Orion Pictures, which uh, is uh, doing a lot of new titles lately. Good for them. It's a British independent film, and it's a horror movie. It's a horror zombie movie musical on Christmas. <laughs> so it's absolutely bonkers. So it has a, it has a young cast of uh, British towns. Um, I believe uh, one of the, uh, one of the main actress, she was from uh, Les Mis, the last movie, Les Miserable. Okay. And she's in uh, the Apple Plus show. Is it Samantha Barks? No, it's L L Hunt. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she's in the movie. Yeah, the movie version of Les Mis. Okay. Yeah, and it's. Whoa. And it's it's really great because it's like. You know, it's it's just like this mishmash of all these genres, and they somehow make it work. Um, all the choices that they make, because it's a low-budget film, but it doesn't feel like that. All the zombies feel, like, new and fresh, and they kill zombies to, like, musical numbers. Like, there's some really uh, great uh, musical numbers, because I, I like musicals enough Music. that really, uh, they slap as the kids say. Oh. So the the one of, uh, you know, they have like some ones and it's just about a small town girl. She lives in a British, British thing and she, a British neighborhood um, that's lower income and she goes to a boarding school and they're uh, trying to put together this school play and they're also graduating because this is right before they're, because they're in uni, mm. as they say in the British, right before their exams and this is like right before they go off and be an adult. So it's, really cool and it's reflective because it's a christmas movie non-traditional because you're reflecting at that time in there they're reflecting on their lives and um you know it's it's this girl trying to figure out what she wants to do she wants to move to australia or stay with her parents or her dad excuse me and then zombies come and screw everything up for them mm. but it's it's good because there is some christmas songs which go back to the diehard screenwriter um there's a song called uh, it's that time of year and it's like Santa Baby. Do you know that song uh, by Eartha Kitt? Oh, who can't know that the song? The seductive Santa Claus, yes. and it goes like right. one notch higher than that. Oh. So it's literally like uh, one of the actresses or one of the characters is like singing a song, and it's literally just trying to like seduce Santa. And they go to like a lot of like well, bro, nice. uh, seduction terms, and oh. like it's just like it really just cracks you up and just like oh man, they're really going for it. Yes, I gotta see this to see if it works yeah. on Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's on Hulu. It's streaming right now. Okay. I, I, I can't recommend it enough. Sweet. Yeah. So, and in the apocalypse, everyone. Sounds Definitely good. check it out. Sounds like yeah. a fun one. Yeah, you'll have a musically good time. Love it. Sounds like a Brit, uh, musical with Shaun the Dead. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, because it's English. Yeah, kind of. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, okay. I got one for you. Oh. Oh. Well, whichever. Oh, one. yeah. Um, so. Uh, on here, I was going to go for Die Hard. I even drew an illustration and everything. But what can we say about Die Hard that hasn't already been said? Yeah. Like, I feel like last year we probably talked about it. For sure. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a more recent film, Claws. Uh, Claws, it's a Netflix original mm -hmm. animated film. It's beautiful, traditional animation. Um, it's, it's the origin story of Santa Claus. Okay. So right now you're thinking... Well, this sounds like a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. this, this sounds like a straight-up yeah. Christmas movie. Like, what do you say? Well, I'm going to say it doesn't really feel like one until the end of it because that it's more about... It's about this postman, and uh, he's like an Emperor Cusco type thing from the Emperor's New Groove. He's a spoiled brat who gets sent on his mission uh, in a small town, which is overrun by these people who are almost barbaric in a weird way and... and 
uh, gangsterly and very and don't treat us equally don't treat people with respect and so he's not going to either and then he stumbles upon this uh, hermit this widower this old man who happens to be Mr. Claus and he's got some reindeer and he he builds and he goes in the workshop and he's got these toys that he made and postman's got to deliver some mail to the kids uh, to make up so he can leave the town. So he goes up to Claus like, hey, you have a gift and I want to deliver these toys for you for free to all these kids. And I think that would, that might help bring up the town a bit. So in a way, I think it's more, it's about Christmas in the way of like, it's giving to the community mm -hmm. and giving the, to the community, build yourself up. Uh, it makes you feel good about yourself. It makes you a better person. Doing something completely selfless. But the true meaning of Christmas. Right. So in that way, it doesn't really feel like a Christmas e movie, like the the materialistic kind of corporate kind of thing of Santa Claus until the very end, which you have to see for yourself. If you haven't seen it, it's a beautiful film. You can watch it on Netflix right now. Exactly. If you have Netflix, don't don't turn off the podcast. Yeah, don't turn off the podcast. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen to me. Wait, wait. But do listen to me now. Wait for us to end, and then go watch Claus. It's great. You can watch it with your family. Something just dropped. You can watch it with your family. Uh, you'll love it, and uh, your jaw will drop just like that thing did right now with the yeah. beautiful animation. Not the uh, show. It's not in the show. I recommend Claus as a. Almost Christmas movie. Yeah. No, um, I half watched it. I had half of it, and I think I'll watch the other half based on your suggestion. Thank you. So, uh, and I love the animation. I love J.K. Simmons. So yeah, yeah, it looked amazing. Yeah, J.K. Simmons plays Santa, and he's fantastic. I was going to ask you for a Die Hard because I feel like we didn't cover this last year for our Christmas episode. Why, did, in the continuity and the universe in the movie, why did John McCain, John McClane... John McCain. <laughs> not John McCain. No! no! Why did John McClane think that he could commute from Pomona, which is another... You know, it's still in LA County, hmm? to Century City every day for the holidays? <laughs> what? Because he was rooming with his police buddy. Mm. What was the point of that? Yeah, you know, man, that's not something I thought of. Because I was like, okay, there's less traffic... Back then, there was less populated. Sure was. But someone pointed out the highways were way worse. Like, wow. there wasn't enough freeway, so it'd wow. just be bumper to bumper. Wow. Have you tweeted this? I did tweet it. No one no one responded. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I probably didn't respond. <laughs> yes, all right. I'll find the problem for not getting this out there. Everyone ignores me on Twitter. <laughs> but now I know. So we're down to the last shoe here. We're down to the last one. Okay. I'll read this last one. And I, right. this is mine. Batman Returns, which uh, is a movie I... Did a complete 180 on because I used to hate it. Huh. I did, yes, I did hate it. But me and Diego saw it at the New Beverly Ooh. Theater last year. Very nice. And it was amazing because it's 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 like a Santa Christmas. There's a lot of uh, like it's Batman kind of developing a conscience because in the Burn movies he's famously killing people and just like a heartless maniac. And he kind of develops a heart in the movie. He develops more of a conscience because he sees because the character arc is he sees. The Penguin and Catwoman just, like, murdering and killing people for vengeance and being swept into vengeance, and he realizes the error of his ways. So it's not the most perfect Batman film, but it's a, perf it's a perfect movie, and it's a good enough Batman movie. And, you know, just the gothic elements of it is amazing. Mm. Um, I love Danny DeVito as a penguin. He's insane. And yeah, I love just all the, the weird bi biblical parallels. 
just all the weird um with he's like moses where they they put the little penguin baby in the thing oh yeah. and he's kind of killed the newborn oh, wow yeah, yeah this is let a, my people go yeah, let my penguins go okay let my penguins go i like that so yeah it's just it's really unappreciated as a batman fan i know it's you know, uh, I, I don't want to see him hypocritical, but I would really recommend it. And, uh, yeah, Michael Keaton is good as Batman, too. Yes, he is. Watch He's it, nerds. And I was just going to say, it's also the sexiest Batman movie ever. Cause the, you think so? The romance and the tension between him and Killing Catwoman, Joke wasn't sexy enough. <laughs> oh, God, God, no, let's not talk about Killing Joke. Or, it's not bad. That was gross. Uh, yeah, the, ten- the relationship between him and Catwoman is really accurate to that comics, and it really For follows sure. that. She's not, like, uh, the most comic accurate Selena Kyle, but, you know, they really get the relationship yeah. done. So that was that was the last one of uh, non-traditional Christmas movies. How's it going, man? There's nothing left in this uh, box. Nothing else in there. Nope, not that we're no, gonna talk about. Nothing at all. I'm putting it down. But I guess that's wrapping up our episode, Brandon. Um, I'll wrap it up with a nice yeah, bow. Right, put nice it bow. under the tree. I could charge this really. So yeah, that's uh, wrapping up here, Brandon. Where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me at Instagram at Beeswafts and. That, that, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, G9892. You can follow the Waffle Press at the Waffle Press on Twitter, um, on Instagram at the Waffle Press Podcast. Please follow us on and subscribe on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional. Mm-hmm.